we are uh, here today and um, we have something to talk about. Yeah, I'm officially leaving PPS. It's a hard choice to this make. This has not been fun like three years. I, listen, I have to, oh, fine, well, what, what, what should I have said instead? Yes, the um, rumors are true. I do have syphilis. His ass does not have syphilis. Not that you know of. Bro, you do. Anyways. Anyway, yeah. We'll talk, Anyways, let's we're, change the topic. We're going to have to talk about that later, but um, we, we do have something to talk about. Uh, Roz's day. How's your day going, man? Honestly, not terrible. I had both Chick-fil-A and Cane's today. Your arteries are fucking screaming. Oh, no, no, for sure. But, like, very worth. Uh, other than that, it was kind of uneventful. Uh, I made the conference championship game in NCAA 14. That was cool. Looks like I'm going to be playing BYU in the national championship, so the game is very realistic. That's a bit of racismo, but it's not guess, yeah, yeah, I don't know about that. That feels racist, but... Oh, it's, it's definitely racist. Um, But, uh... But yeah, other than, other than that, I've, I've been pissed chilling. What about you, man? How's your day going? Well, I've had zero minutes of free time to myself today, as I do most days. So that's, you know, it's really fun. Yeah, we love being a slave to capitalism. Haha, <laughs> thumbs up emoji. Speaking of being a slave to capitalism, though, uh, the thing we do have to talk about is uh, a film. Shark Tale? Cut the cameras. What the fuck, man? Well, really? Are you fucking You got a problem? Me? Yeah, I do. What the fuck is your issue? You you know the, what we're fucking bringing it into. You know exactly what I'm about to fucking say. And you, you go, Shark Tale? Like, like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, Well, because we, cause Shark Tale always deserves a shout. Are, are you going to take this seriously or not, man? Fine. Be honest I'll be serious. Me. It's late. We've been talking about fucking baseball free agents for like an hour. <laughs> fine. Granted, granted worth, because it was funny. It was good, yeah. Okay, fine, um, not Shark Tale. Another day. There's been plenty of days. We, you've had plenty of days. Not enough. Maybe, but it's still. We're today, uh, you know, every, every once in a while <clears throat> we dedicate an episode to something that just comes out. Whether it be an album, a movie, and it's it's been those two exclusively. <laughs> I was gonna say. Um, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Kind of true. We did talk about Invincible for a lot of an episode, but I wouldn't say it was dedicated. That's true. Also, listen, on that topic, if you guys, if you are of the people who were fooled by that tweet from an account with literally 100 followers that said Invincible Season 2 is going to be 20 episodes, and you quoted it saying, let's fucking go. It's 2021. Have you not learned how to not be duped by accounts on twitter.com just click on the profile picture. All you have to do on Twitter is tweet something people want to see. That's, That's true. I'm, That's I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm gonna start doing that. Anyways. Yes, I love lying to the people. Me when I purposely spread disinformation. <laughs> that's that's my that's the best meme you've ever sent me. That's so funny. Holy shit! But we're talking today about Dune, uh, because uh, it is hashtag epic. So yeah, the the new Dune, Dune 2021, not Dune 1984, because that movie can kick. No, low key the better film. Real I'm cinema the... appreciators enjoy Dune 1984 more yeah, than Dune, Dune 2021. Dune 21, Dune 2021 watchers, Dune 1984 enthusiasts. But yes, Dune finally graced the silver screen. I feel like this was supposed to happen a very very long time ago. <clears throat> I've been waiting for this for a long time, and uh, I watched. We both watched it on Thursday night, I believe. Yes, we did. I don't remember the last time you were in a theater for an opening night. Well, I mean, that's kind of just the pull of doing, you know. It that definitely is the pull. No, we we got we're gonna break this motherfucker down. How many episodes have we done like this? Let's. I mean, we did one recently. 
with Donda. We dedicate an episode to Donda. Um, before that, if you want to count Invincible, maybe. I wouldn't say that was a dedicated episode, though. And that was still 14 weeks before the Donda episode, I think. Um, and then before that, oh, man. The only one I can think of yeah, wow. is fucking um, episode 9, but... I think there definitely has to be at least one in between there. Do I do I look like the encyclopedia to you? That's really my job, but that's a lot of fucking like. There's just a lot of episodes. No, I feel like I should. Very long time. I I feel like I should. Let's see. The first one. I think the first time we ever did that may have either been. I think it was fucking uh, the Joker. No, no, that was the second one. I think the Gay's album was the first. It was the Joker or it was uh, the gospel album? Oh, yeah. Which one came first? It was Chicken one the of those. Then it, yeah. then it was definitely episode nine. There's definitely been episodes. Episode nine isn't Star Wars episode nine, not episode nine of the show. Yeah, no, 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 no. But yeah, it's when, when we do it, we feel it's necessary because it's either, I mean, most of the time because we think it's, well, no. Because it's either Kanye, it's really good, or it's really shit. Those are those are the three uh, options. Yes. Yeah, because there have been other things like when we both saw, you know, Shang Chi. We were like, oh yeah, we saw it. It was good. No big deal. You know, we're not dedicating a fucking episode to that. I, like, I'm super hyped to see Eternals, but I don't think it's gonna be worthy of a whole fucking episode. You know, I think no, it's we're be not. Great, but... We're not spending an episode <laughs> on a Marvel movie. It's just not gonna happen. Yeah, unless it's like an end game level. I mean, we could. I mean, Spider Man, maybe. Maybe. No, probably not. But I, I don't know. I don't have faith in them in the MCU to put together a good Spider-Man movie. So, just, just, but I have. I, the, the point is, when we do this shit, it's because Kanye dropped something, uh, a big or a big franchise dropped. Oh no! You know what? Now that I think about it, we did it for uh, Little Uzi's album too. Back in back in twenty twenty, so that's another one. Yeah. So we do it for albums sometimes, movies sometimes, and Kanye. Yeah, today we're doing it for Lana Del Rey's new album. Mina Del. Oh, bro, we might have to fucking do that shit. I can't no, even No, I'm not going to do that. I mean, I, I mean, obviously not, but like, we could, I'm, I'm still pumped for it. Like, it's Adele. Oh, I am, but I'm, I don't want to dedicate an episode. I don't want to do it like over and over, you know? It's got to be, it's got to be a yeah, no, no, very no, well-deserved thing. Yes, it can't just be giving it away like seedless watermelon. Yeah, we can't. Fourth of July yeah, we can't yeah, we can't give that shit out. Yeah, no free handouts, as my dad was. Unless saying. it's unless it's uh, unfortunately bad, like episode nine. Yeah, or cats. We never talked about cats. I never even. Watched I know. Cats. I never saw cats. I've never even seen the musical. For dedicating an episode to Dune, we have not talked much about Dune. That's true. Maybe we should. Um, we should do that. So yeah, we both saw it on Thursday been a long time coming i saw it first you saw it second um yeah i was leaving that theater at like one in the morning dude yeah i my show was at six i really love my cinema here in richmond because at home they the first shows on thursday nights are always at seven but for here they're always at six so i always beat all my friends okay uh, our first showing of the dune here was like at four. Oh, really but, well, yeah but it's like we couldn't do that yeah, people are busy in the afternoon. I actually had to walk to the movie theater. About a 30-minute walk. Not bad, but... You did as walk 30 minutes to go see Dune. I, I respect that. I walked 30 minutes to and from... Because for some reason, the Ubers were 20 bucks. But, like, it wasn't a bad walk at all. So, um, I might walk it again when I go see uh, Eternals in two weeks. But, yeah. My show was at 6. Pretty, pretty packed theater. 
Uh, not as packed as Shang-Chi was, but that's because people are mouth breathers. Really? And... Shang-Chi was more packed? Well, that's because it's oh, 6 p.m. That's because you went at 6. Like, Shang-Chi was at 6 for too. most people. Really? Mm-hmm. Like I said, it's because people are I'm going to be very disappointed if Dune doesn't perform very well in the box office. I mean, it's well, going well, to make nope, its money no, back. No, you have to take into account that the movie's also on HBO Max. That is going to hurt. That's going to hurt big time. Which is no, a damn I mean, shame okay, because I they need that because they need all the budget that they can to make a second movie. I want to talk about that. All right. Now I'm not I'm not anti movies being released on streaming services at all. I am. I really I'm not. However, if you opted to watch Dune at your home instead of a theater, that is the worst mistake you have ever made in your life. I 100% agree. And one of my friends did that today, and I told him, I said, fuck you, go see, go to a fucking movie theater. That, that is the worst mistake you could possibly make, I think. Yeah, there because are... this movie, I think over any other movie I've seen recently that I can remember off the top of my head, this was made for theaters. This was a movie that is designed for theaters. Yeah, like I, there are a few movies in my life that like I've always said like you, they need to be seen on the big screen, you know, like, and the only one I've missed, unfortunately, was Blade Runner 2049. But like I saw Interstellar in theaters and it was a life changing experience, you know. Gravity wasn't a good movie, but watching it in theaters was awesome. Uh, I've seen Inception shown on uh, re not in reruns, but you know they put they put movies back in theaters for a select time. I've seen you know some Star Wars movies in theaters, stuff like that. Uh, and this is like the newest one in a long line of movies that just like they need they need to be seen not just in theaters, but like if you have like an IMAX or like a like a Dolby theater, go see it in the best possible theater. That's you oh, it is, yourself. it is unbelievable. It is. It, it might be the one of the better movies I've seen in theaters ever. I. Hmm, it's the best movie I've seen in theaters in a long fucking time. Probably since Infinity War. Now I want to talk about why this is. Yeah. There's specific. There's very specific reasons why. Number the biggest one being why you should see it in theaters. Number one overall is the sound and the music. The music being by Hans Zimmer. He, he, if there's one person that never misses ever, it's Hans Zimmer. He will yeah. refuse to make a bad score. But not just the score, the sound design as a whole. The sound design is, yes, yes. The sound design as well is just beautiful. Like, it is, oh my god, I, I can't stress it enough. Because that's, Dune is a type of movie you need very, like, heavy sound effects sometimes. Like, you need, you know, things to be accentuated yeah, like when, um, when like big shit on screen, well. and it's just like that big, you know, and like the whole you theater shaking, yes, like that's need, yeah, that's necessary. That. Yeah, and like, that's another big reason why that you need to see in theaters. That's the biggest reason I think. And obviously, number two is like it's just beautiful. It's just yeah. unbelievably like your TV. You might have a good TV, but it's not going to represent doing the way it's supposed mm-hmm. to be seen, uh-huh. man. Yeah, and the biggest reason for that, if one of the biggest reasons, if not the biggest reason for that, is because my man Denis Villeneuve actually goes and shoots everything in set pieces. Like, there's no green screen, there's no CGI in any of his shit. Like, they went and filmed in the middle of fucking Abu Dhabi for this movie. Let's talk about that as well. Um, I he's too underrated of a director at this point. Like, he, I mean, Blade Runner twenty forty nine should have been what put him on the map. But unfortunately, it was a failure in theaters. I mean, not which just is that, insane though. to think about. I mean, like Arrival is, but there are a lot of movies he has that are v- very, you know, well regarded, but they're just not big enough. 
Arrival and Prisoners and Blade Runner 2049 are the prime examples of those. This is pretty much every movie he's made so far. All of the big ones, I, yeah. I, I'm hoping this is what changes that, though. I'm hoping this changes. Like, who, how he's seen as a director in public light changes now because of how good this was. Yeah, I don't know where they filmed the uh, the scenes for the home planet for House Atreides. I don't remember what the planet was called. It looked like where they shot Dragonstone in Game of Thrones. Like, in my head when I was watching, I was like, this is Dragonstone. But that was absolutely gorgeous. And then the, the contrast of, like, you know, that blue and green planet, and you go to Arrakis, and it's a fucking desert, where they filmed in the middle of Abu Dhabi for God knows how long. Because, like, only, like, 20 I mean, minutes. I in takes... Arrakis. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, the movie's two and a half hours long, 240, and, like, at least two hours and 15 minutes is on Arrakis. Oh, yeah, they're, so, they're in Arrakis for 80% of that movie, at least. Maybe even more. And I know they filmed in Abu Dhabi, so that's insane. That's, I can't imagine how hard it was to do all that, but I know, you know, we talked when we talked about Blade Runner 249, I talked about, like, how much I appreciated the dedication to, like, staying in a universe and making that universe represent itself as well as possible on screen. Like, that's just another... That's exactly what they did here. This is just another example. I can't imagine how difficult it must have been to do that in Abu Dhabi. I would know. I lived in Dubai. You know, like, it. those deserts are very harsh. The heat is very harsh. It's literally like a real-life Arrakis. And so some of those scenes must have been absolutely insane. Like, the, I mean, the crawler dude, escape scene. Like, how was that filmed? How was that filmed? That must have been fucking <laughs> insane. So I read a review. Someone was like, I never want to see a behind the scenes on uh, on how Dennis made this movie because I really? just want to believe he transported into the year 10,000 and just filmed this shit. Honestly, yeah, that's fair. Like, I'd want to believe he teleported to 2049 to film that movie. I mean, it's just, it's great because it's not just, it's one thing to create a universe and have it represented itself have it represent itself very well on screen, right? Because I think the six main Star Wars movies do that really well, especially the prequels. The prequels have really, really good world building. But at no point, even if you watch it on a big screen, like at no point do you feel necessarily immersed in what's going on on screen. Like you never feel like you're on Tatooine or you're on Coruscant or stuff like that. But after like five seconds on Arrakis, you're like, well, fuck, I'm in the desert now. That's crazy. It's just, it's... Everything is so well established, and when exposition is spat out on screen, it doesn't feel expository. It just feels like I'm becoming more and more immersed into this thing that now I'm becoming a part of. I don't know how you do it as a as a director, as a storyteller. It boggles my mind. Genuinely, I don't have the brains to I, comprehend it. I think Dennis, if you're gonna make a franchise like out of film, and you need you need the guy, Dennis is a guy. Give him the keys. He's single handedly carrying Canada on his back. He, oh my god, he. I don't think he can make a bad movie. I don't think it's possible for him to make a bad movie. I really don't. And I, I have questions about the future potentially, but I, I want to save that for later. Because right now I just want to focus on the movie itself. Other than, you know, the obvious, the cinematography, the sound design, the score, what else stood out to you? Well, I think a lot of my concern going into Dune, and obviously we didn't talk much about Dune, or really, I don't even think at all. Um, one thing I was worried about is like, that cast is star-studded. Mm-hmm. And and like sometimes that could lead to disaster. But it didn't. This this did not lead to disaster. I think everyone did phenomenal in this film. Timothy Chalamet did great. Yeah. 
Um, Rebecca Ferguson did phenomenal. She was probably the best actress or actor in the movie. She was Oscar Isaac for that role he played was great. Mm -hmm. And by the way, Um, all I could think about during the film was how much Timothy Chalamet looks like he would be the child of Rebecca Ferguson and Oscar Isaac. He does look like that. He really does. For me, like all of these actors and actresses, like had you know established careers and stuff like that. I've seen them perform really well in movies. Like the biggest question for me was how would timothy chalamet be as like the biggest guy and because he there's like two scenes in the movie that don't have him in it um <clears throat> and he's obviously the main character he he's the protagonist and like i've seen timothy in plenty of movies you know some serious some less serious and he's a he's, he's just a cute little guy he reminds me a lot of myself but um i didn't know how he would do in a role like this and i was really blown away because i thought he was fantastic from the jump Oh, he did great. He did great. He really, really carried the film on his back. Yeah, like, he did amazing. Like, like that first scene when he's at the table with his mom. I, from that moment, I was like, yeah, he's going to kill it. And then they had that scene with, you know, his hand in the box. And his acting in that scene was crazy. And I was like, I have no more yeah. doubts about Timmy. Timmy was the guy for the role. There's there's no way. I, had a, I made a funny joke with my friend recently. <clears throat> I was like, they missed a very... Uh, obvious opportunity to ha- to cast Hayden Christensen as Paul Atreides because of, you know, sand. But yeah, I don't like Timmy was Timmy was great. And I already loved Timmy, but now I love Timmy even more. Zendaya was barely and, and, in the movie. Well I was gonna bring that up because Zendaya's role is gonna be bigger in the next film we get of this series. Yeah, apparently um, and that was by design. Yeah, apparently she was only on set for four days. I mean that's really all they needed though, because her character is more of a book too. Yeah. So um she she was in like a few scenes and most of them were the same scene playing over and over again as like a vision or flashback that's another thing i want to say is i think the visions were done really well they felt like visions oh yeah definitely it's just like if if something new happened on screen and it felt like you know supernatural like the visions or the fucking what's like the voice thing you know like they felt like they belonged you know sometimes weird shit happens on screen and it just doesn't feel right. But sometimes it's just like, oh, no, that makes sense. Like, I believe that that exists, you know? Like, that scene where Stellan Skarsgård's character, the leader of House Harkonnen, <clears throat> when he, like, gets up from his chair and he, like, stretches like a fucking Laffy Taffy, I was like, no, that makes sense. I can see that happening. I don't know how this fat guy got so stretched, but that makes sense, you know? I thought he was great, too, by the way. Yeah, he did really well. I thought that was a bit of a questionable casting decision because I'd never really seen Stellan Skarsgård in a role like that, but I thought he was great. And then they had Dave Bautista just being Dave Bautista, which is my favorite trope in movies nowadays is people just cast Dave Bautista to be himself. Yeah, Dave Bautista is really just Dave Bautista in every single role. Even in even in Dune, when he's a character from a book, he still plays it as Dave Bautista. I don't even, I couldn't tell you what his name is. I just know he's Stellan Skarsgård's nephew. I guess you just as but to get back to the acting, I think everyone did great. I think it, and and that's also you know a tribute to to Dennis because he's he's you know responsible for that among you know everything else. Um, I think this honestly was a perfect movie in my mind. Like I could not have thought of this any better. I mean, for for a movie that is half of a single book, it's beautiful. It's it's perfect. I did as when the movie ended, I'm like, I could go for the other book right now. Yeah. Sure. I was like, I want I was, more. I was pointing at my wrist like now. 
I need that mm-hmm. second part now. I've seen plenty of book adaptations into film in which some of them are split up into parts. They made The Hobbit into three fucking, no, four fucking movies, which was just not necessary, but like, and it wasn't executed terribly, but it wasn't executed well either. I have a lot of criticisms with the Hobbit film franchise. Um, well, they, Deathly Hollows is split into two movies. Yeah, Deathly Hollows part one and isn't you know it's it's decent i think people hate it a little bit too much no it's, it's solid it's honestly solid. a little bit more yeah it's supposed to be just a little bit more emotional a little bit more dark you know which is like fine i don't know it's very rare that you see a movie or a, a book made into a film that is stretched across at least two movies and it's like it's just executed this well you know that's very rare in my opinion it was executed as well as that acceleration no I, I can't rave enough about this movie this is probably the best movie i've seen in a really long fucking time dude yeah i'm i'm not sure i let me let me look hold on this is Reviewing. probably yeah checking for possible the better movie this, I in, mean, theaters, in, terms of, in terms of releases it's not close yeah i haven't seen a movie that's good in theaters in a very long time because like some of my best some of my favorite recent releases like Probably just have to go back to 2019 because there weren't any in 2020. You know, there was like Endgame. There was Endgame doesn't Joker. Hold, Endgame can't hold this movie's jockstrap. You look at Joker. Yeah, jo- Joker definitely can't. Um, I'd say this is the best movie I've seen in theaters since Into the Spider Verse, which was December of 2018. Yeah, I would. I I would agree with that. Did you watch that movie in theaters? No, but I get. I I don't. Damn, I would, that's that's tragic. I know. I hope they re. I'll watch the next one in theaters. I mean, if they ever re-release it, you you should you should go. But like, I remember sitting in the theater for Into the Spider Verse, and like when when it was over, I was kind of just like sitting in my chair, just like, damn, my life just changed, you know. Oh, I and I don't think this movie doing. was life changing. I mean, pff, I, don't I don't know. About, know. Okay, it's not life changing, but oh my god, dude. This it was pretty was great. it was pretty it was pretty impactful for a story that's literally 50% empty like the full story has not even been told less than half the story has been told it's like it's i'm like thinking about it putting it in a top 25 like really i mean maybe it might be I mean, i'm going to let it fester a little more i'm going to i'm going to have to bring it to far but so do you think it's better than blade runner 2049 uh, we can talk about that actually because this is a question i was asked right now no i would not I think take it's too this. hard to compare but also i agree i mean obviously it's right there right dennis franchise movie revival franchise movie i would say no it is not better than 2049 to me now to be fair i think that depends on your taste i think depending on what your taste is i think it could be because i think equally speak i think they're equally phenomenal i think they're equally well made they're equally well you know produced and well made like they're just equal they're they're equal in terms of that i think that just comes down to taste whether you like 2049 or dune my personal taste i like the setting of 2049 more and i like the story of 2049 just a touch a bit more i guess honestly well, you could really argue that too but i mean the story here is pretty fucking good no, it's, it's also gonna keep getting good. told yeah see that's the thing this movie is the first of a trilogy 2049 is standalone so it's gonna be uh, tough i don't to, know if it's a trilogy i think it might it be should be worse. it should be a trilogy. i don't know if they have the budget for that please stop releasing this shit on streaming services don't release Dune on You can release anything else on streaming services. Do not release Dune on streaming services. Please, for the love of God. I'm pretty sure this is a. it was a planned two-parter. 
they need three. Three, three I, will tell the whole story. Part. It is. Yeah, yeah it's they're mm-hmm. getting a second part. But is it only two parts? I think two are confirmed. But it's new be said at the Venice Film Festival before the film's debut that he is planning a trilogy with two films being on the first novel and the third film being based on the second. Yeah, yeah. So part two. Oh, get, get this. Get this. Warner Brothers assured Villeneuve a sequel will be greenlit as long as the film performs well on HBO Max. You can't make this shit up. <sighs> I, feel, come to? I feel hollow. I just feel hollow inside. BRB throwing on. I'm actually, you know what, that ass. I'm going to throw a dude on HBO Max in the background right now. I'm just gonna have it on loop. Yep, just have it on loop. I'm gonna have it on a continuous loop. As well as as long as it does well on the streaming service. I wanna eat a sock right now. I mean that's I guess that's what Warner Brothers is going for, because they just put so many of their they put all their releases directly on HBO Max. <laughs> this is painful. I mean it sucks, but I I understand the business. You know what? Model. You know what? No more people need to be like Nolan. Just be a complete fucking bitch about their releases, because no one was like, "Well, if you don't give me a hundred day theater window, I'm not releasing the movie. Yeah. I'm not gonna make your movie." No, Dennis needs to be like that. No, he can't because they won't make his films. But please, if we don't get a trilogy of this series because of bullshit like that, I, that I. I'm not. I can't say what I'm gonna do on live TV. I will Just have know. to be forcibly removed from the premises. Man. So yeah. I just going, but going back to the question about comparing this to 2049. I I think 2049 is a little bit better. Uh, I think they're both fantastic. I, think I, think I gave them both five stars. Yes, I did too. But I think it's circumstantial to your taste, and my taste tells me for 2049. Um, yeah, you're, you're you're definitely right because one of them is the start of a story, one of them is the end of a story, and just two completely different universes. But I don't know from a, from a filmmaking standpoint. From a filmmaking standpoint, I think 2049 is a little it, actually no because no they're equal yeah, they're, they're equal. on the same par yeah they're equal i don't know i just i saw some shit 24-9 was probably better from a technological standpoint but this was probably better from like a set piece standpoint i don't know if i would say that either i don't know because they some impressive shit in dune Okay, but twenty four and nine, the shit with like the holograms. Oh yeah, that shit's a marvel. Don't get me wrong, but both like, of them are phenomenal. Yeah, for sure. I what twenty four nine was probably more reliant on it. You know what I'm saying? Because it's well, it had to be because that's that's how the story went. That's just that's why it's saying yeah. it's contextual to how your taste is. I was gonna say because it was futuristic, like Dune doesn't take place eight thousand years later. Yeah, but Dune. Yeah, but that's different though. It's different. Yeah, yeah. Circumstantial. Yeah, it's it's futuristic in the same way that star wars is futuristic did you know that like did you know if dune was never written star wars probably never gets created oh yeah star wars rips a lot from dune see that's another thing too if you're just a lifelong dune fan you're not taking 2049 over this fucking movie yeah that's that's fair but the same people who loved dune probably really loved blade runner when it first came out too oh 100 but like i've if we're talking cultural importance dune all day like that's not even close yeah dune might be the biggest sci-fi novel of all time maybe oh it is i don't think that's a debate yeah i'm, I'm not entirely sure what would come close i think the debate is what's two not if it's bigger than dune because it's not let's see best sci-fi novels dune is the first one the second one they have here hand of darkness i've never even heard of that in my life then they have 1984 so that's just proves the point it's it's doing the whole way 
It always comes back to 1984, doesn't it? Yeah, we can't somehow, some, somehow, some way, it just always comes back to 1984. But yeah, no, nothing touches Dune. Not even in the realm. It's like, it's it's just not even in the area. Okay, but hear me out. Blade Runner 2049 has Anadarmos in it. And this is Zendaya, so. Damn. I guess you're right. <laughs> even when and I lose two, and, and two will even have, it will have even more Zendaya in it. That's true. Yeah, this this movie has Zendaya for like two seconds. The next one, See, that's Zendaya for that's the whole why it's that's, that's why it's kind of tough for me to compare them like on a movie to movie level because this is not like this isn't the film we remember of this trilogy. If we get a trilogy, I think I don't know. It could be like Lord of the Rings, where everyone like if you ask three different people what's your favorite Lord of the Rings movie, you'll get three different answers. That might be true. I mean, oh yeah. my god, my I favorite one's the first true. one. You know, oh, I don't, I don't know God. a lot of people who have that opinion, but my favorite one's the first one. We, it, we are honestly due for a, a trilogy that all three or five stars because we have not had that. We, yeah, what was the last? What was the last one? What was the last? Lord I mean, obviously Rings. Lord of the Rings, but Lord of the Rings. What was the other last ones one? are the, there? Lord of the Rings might be the only one. I mean, the, and you've never seen any of them, but I know they're good. I could watch. Yeah. They're on HBO right now. I can, I can turn those on. I'm gonna have a tab. Four hours. I have a tab. I'm gonna have a tab with Dune playing in the background, and I'm gonna have a Lord of the Rings playing too. But no, you're absolutely right. If we get a Lord of the, if we get a trilogy that's even like eighty percent as good as Lord of the Rings, that's a complete fucking success. Oh, that's life. a win. Yeah, that's a win easily. Now they're gonna have to. Whereas Lord of the Rings had a sustained period of the actors and actresses they were able to work with, like one or two died every movie. You know, one of them came back, but that's aside from the point. Um, like a lot of them. Was. Do you know which one it was? Yes. Who? Gandalf. Correct. Spoiler alert. Um, spoiler alert for Dune. You know, like Oscar Isaac dies in this movie. Jason Momoa dies in this movie. Whoa, whoa, Josh Brolin dies whoa, in this movie. Whoa, 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 whoa. Relax. All right, yeah, well, I mean, the book's been out 50 years. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's true. I've been like, I was like, hmm, maybe I should avoid reading what the book is about uh, until the second one comes out. But I was like, well, that's not happening for another like six years. And second of all, I'll probably just get around to reading the book just so I can have it under my belt. Actually, you know what? That's a good point. I was thinking about this earlier today. You know what? It's over for you. I'm done giving you a window. I'm telling you what happens in Godzilla King Kong. You've had oh seven God. months you i don't have hbo max you, you no i don't care it's been seven months why are you telling uh, me this now because it's your window's up it was up a long time ago but i kept it open but the the weather is getting too cold i gotta shut the window all right literally 11 degrees celsius right now i gotta shut the window so i'll just tell you um our agenda was correct godzilla wins he beats king kong let's fucking um go. but they end up teaming up together. And, yeah, yeah. They team up and 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 they defeat uh, Mecha Godzilla. Yeah, I believe it. I had a feeling like, was you, you honestly probably just could have thought that shit up. Like it's really not surprising. But yeah, that's what happens. Damn, that's crazy. But we were correct. Yeah. In terms of the future, I think I mean there are definitely going to be more you know important characters introduced that will. You know, be played by A-list actors. Oh yeah, well, no shit. I mean, this is like, I mean, that's the biggest thing about this movie is that it's part one of three movies. Yeah, but I, I know for a fact that like Timmy, Rebecca Ferguson, 
uh, Zendaya, and then I obviously Javier Bardem. I think is going to be they're going to be the big players moving forward. Well, yeah, those are the main characters from yeah, now on. Yeah, because you don't just get a guy like Javier Bardem, you know, to you don't get a guy, a guy, you don't get an actor, you don't get an act unless you're invincible. Yeah, apparently so. Um, yeah, no, th- these are the players we're going to be seeing a lot of them, and I'm good with that. I'm perfectly good with that. It's just tough to like, I don't know, because you you could just read book two and be like huh this is what the movie's gonna be like but even with that dennis just does a great fucking job yeah i mean and i'd, I'd totally be cool with going into the film knowing what's going to happen in the film i want to see how it happens you know yeah i just want to see how dennis does it like i knew what was gonna happen in every harry potter movie before i saw it but what happened on screen still you know blew my mind i had a good time with it so it doesn't that's aside from the point. Also, like you said, the fucking book has been out for 50 years. <laughs> yeah, it's just been out forever. So, you know, bad on us. I probably should have already read the book by now. I'm it just was- glad. We- I'm sorry, but I'm just glad we got the fucking foundation for greatness. Like, yeah. I'm just happy that there is a there is a chance we get three five out of five films of a trilogy. And I just I'm excited. I'm excited for that. I don't even know when we would get a second. It would be like 2026. A second, a second movie? Yeah. I mean, I'm assuming it's not going to be five years. I don't know. I'm scared it might be a while, you know? Well, if it's wildly popular, they're going to fucking speed that shit up. Like, they got to capitalize. I mean, I ex- I fully expect them to, but I don't know. Any Anything can happen. You could have these movies. I cannot have this blown. I really can't. I cannot. As as a human being, I cannot afford this trilogy to be uh, blown apart by bullshit. I mean, Lord of the Rings came out every year. I mean, they filmed them all first. That's also true. Um, I don't know if how much of part two of Dune is filmed. Yeah, if, if any of it. You know, it, and like Endgame and Infinity War released back to back, but that's because, again, they all filmed it at once. You have movies like Star Wars that come out once every three years. I can see that being the case. Maybe two to three years in between movies. Mm, no, need to know immediately. I mean, we we can't be too greedy. As long as we get the fucking movies, I'll be fu- I'll be happy. No, okay, I'll be I'll be like that in like two years when we don't even have an announcement. But like right now, I'm like the guy with the wallet. I'm slamming the desk. Give me yeah, two more. Just like that. I'll take I'll take the entire fucking book series in film adaptation, bro. I don't care. No, it gets smelly after Paul's story ends. Does it actually? Yeah. Damn. Okay, never mind. Then just give me this Timmy the Timmy story. That's all I ask for. This shit was so fucking good. I can't stop thinking about it. It just made me happy. Because it was something that you it was like a big release that delivered. It was just like I was watching it and I just forgot what I was and who I was for like two and a half hours that's that's true i was dealing with some personal shit going into it and i totally forgot about it the second i saw the batman trailer oh, I on the totally big screen forgot. i was like i don't even remember what was troubling me i feel like that bat i feel like the batman i've discussed this before i feel like it's either gonna be a masterpiece or a complete piece of shit it's gonna be a masterpiece there's no way that movie's like bad. Uh, i, I no don't way. think it's a there's no in between with the Batman. This is definitely going to be like the second best Batman movie or complete cat shit. I just don't. I don't see how that movie's how how that movie can be bad. On I mean on paper, yeah, hundred percent. But I've been let down before, so anything's possible. But this gives this oh, movie gives me down. hope. We've all been let down by franchises, man. Hey, Ian, even if the Batman sucks, at least we got the most fire trailers ever for it. That is copium. 
a little bit, but I'm a sucker for good trailers. Like, I still think the Force Awakens trailer is probably the best trailer I've ever seen. And the movie isn't even that good. I feel like trailers, like, be spoiling a bunch of shit. Like, most of the time I see trailers, I'm like, wow, they really, like, just put that shit in there. Yeah, trailers give away more and more these days, but I'm still a sucker for them. Did you know trailers used to go after the movie? And that's why they're called trailers? Yeah, makes sense. I had no idea until like a couple weeks ago. It could work though. I mean, I get it because that's how you normally would advertise a movie. But I don't understand how they ever did it after the movie was over. Because then you'd have to make people sit through the credits. Unless it's an incentive for people to sit through the credits to like see who, you know, made the movie. Because I like, I sat through the credits for Dune for no reason. Like I knew, I knew there was going to be nothing after the credits. I just wanted to sit through them because I also wanted to sit and kind of marinate in what I had watched. And, like, only two other people in the theater stayed to the credits. And when it was over and the lights went up, they were like, wow, a lot of people made that movie. Good job, people. I was like, yeah, that's true. A lot of people didn't make that movie. Motherfuckers were sitting in the theater looking at who the second Krieg rip was. (laughs) Looking at who did Timothy Chalamet's hair. Hey, whoever it was, they did a good job. Probably makeup. I'll never be as good looking as him. Pain. Motherfuckers was sitting in the theater looking who Timothy Chalamet's bodyguards were on this movie. It should have been me. Yeah, who you, who you saving, bro? I'll put my life on the line for Timmy. If he's gonna play Paul Dude. that well, yeah, sure. Uh, I, they should cast me as Paul. Motherfuckers be named Paul in the year 10,000. This shit's ridiculous. Yeah, honestly. How is your dad's name Leto and your name is Paul? This motherfucker's named Duncan Idaho. Let's get a fucking group. Yeah, that's that's an insane name. Duncan I wish, Idaho. I, I wish that was my name. How do you even end up with a last name like Idaho in the year 10,000? Like, how oh, does that... Shit. Like, Idaho obviously doesn't exist anymore. So where the fuck did that come from? Duncan First of all, Idaho. you're not even on Earth. You're in some... It's Dune is essentially intergalactic Game of Thrones. Kinda? I mean, you have... It's a monarchy. You know, you know what I you know what I like about Dune is that even in the year ten thousand, it all comes down to who controls the spice trade. <laughs> True social commentary, I think. You know what's thinks, interesting about this movie? What's uh, interesting about this movie is you never see the emperor. That's I mean, because I don't think you do in the book. I'm not sure. Try to read the motherfucker. The Dune when it dunes. IDK. I didn't read the book. The Dune when it got sand in it. I'm, I'm sure the emperor shows up at some point. Like in Star Wars, right? Um, I don't fucking know. Maybe. Yeah, I guess, I guess we'll see. But yeah, it's pretty much just intergalactic Game of Thrones. I love it. I love that even in the year 10,000, it all comes down to men with swords fighting over the spice trade. The way it should be. Yeah, the way it was. We go back to our roots. We're going to get one of them worms as a pet. Deadass. It looks so fun. The person who was writing it, like, I want to do that. It's just so interesting because all these things happen on screen and yet you still have, don't even have a semblance of an idea who the emperor is, what are his motives, why is he plotting against House of Trades. I think you, you get know, an like, idea of his motives. I mean, yeah, but like why plot against House of Trades, you know? Like why play this chess game the way you're playing it, you know? We don't really have an answer. Three more movies to find out. Yeah. Or read the motherfucking book. Yeah, it's going to be... It's going to be fucking crazy. It literally, it, it feels like the greatest pilot episode I've ever seen in my life. Except it was a two and a half hour movie. Man, can't wait for that four hour cut. I would, I would cream myself. I could have won another two hours, I think. Oh, easily. When the movie was over, I was like, wait, that, that was two and a half hours? Like, 
felt like oh, I just got here. Oh, it didn't feel like it at all. I mean, I heard, I saw some people, when I watched some reviews before I saw the movie, they were like, it's a bit of a slow burn. And like, I get that. But, but it's about as fast as a slow burn as well, you just, can get. They call it a slow burn, but they cut out a lot from the first book, at, at least at the start. They cut to the action really quick comparatively to how the book does. Yeah, because in a movie, you don't. it's not like a TV show where you have time to establish. You oh, know, like, I know, but I'm saying that it could have been even slower. Yeah, and I would have been fine with it. You know, if you throw in an extra hour of the well, movie to okay, establish the plot, all these houses and stuff like that, I'm cool. The, the I'm plot cool. they cut out was his mom. Like, they thought she was a traitor in the book, um, but she's not. But then they just cut that part out. Now my girl Rebecca Ferguson can do no wrong. I think if we're giving out the flowers, Timothy deserves the flowers here. He went pretty crazy on the serious scenes, the emotional scenes, the fighting. Everything was fantastic. It's the best performance I've ever seen him give. The most unique one I've also ever seen him give. Because he went from this little boy in love with Army Hammer the last time I saw him on screen to Paul Atreides. And that's a pretty big jump. Did He's just a well. better Luke Skywalker. I Well, we're going to give him that crown now. I mean, Luke Skywalker was literally influenced well, is, entirely yeah, by Paul Atreides. Paul, yes, yeah, he is. But like still. No, I mean, to Actually, be fair, this... Maybe Anakin is more influenced by Paul Atreides. In terms kind of, being of like because Paul's like not really a good guy. But he has, like, all the power in the world. He will gain it. Yeah. he In terms of being the prophesied guy, you know? Max Kellerman. I can't see this guy as the prophecy guy. Of everyone on Arrakis. Open shot? I want Duncan Idaho. Bro, I'd, Duncan Idaho is the goat, though. You can't lie. He, he did go crazy. I won't lie. He went I, just, I, I love Jason Momoa. I don't think anybody else could have played that role. I love Jason Momoa. He's good. He's good. He's good. Okay, hear me out. The Rock as Duncan Idaho. They probably could have. They easily. No, he's too old. If no, he's too old. Imagine the Dune credits roll and you just hear it's about drive. It's about power. Would have been a point five out of five movie. Yeah, I never would have come back to a movie theater in my life. That's the thing. Like Dennis, Dennis is not going to make a funny casting decision. He's a he's a film kid through and through. There's no jokes in his movies. None of the movies he's ever made are funny in any regard. And you know what? We need that. Yeah, we, like the we Lord of the Rings movies are funny. The first two hours of the first Lord of the Rings movie is a comedy. Everything leading up to the the, the Council of Elrond is a comedy. It's literally a comedy movie, which is one of the reasons I love it so much. Is how lighthearted it is. But yeah, you'll never see a joke in one of these movies. I mean, we did get one. I can think of off the top of my head and doing when, which when one? Duncan when Duncan Idaho comes back the first time before oh, yeah, the Arrakis. Like, you, you put on any muscle? No, you put on some muscle, really? No, no. Yeah, that, that was kind of cute. He was, you I know, the only, the only real time. force of humanity in the movie. I and think Jason Momoa is perfect um, for that. He is. I think <laughs> that was the only time the theater laughed, though. Was that was that joke? Yeah, pretty much. And I also liked how Timothy could show that you know more youthful you know, jovial side of the character rather than all the serious shit all the time. Oh, the second film's going to be insanely serious. Yeah, that motherfucker's not going to crack a smile the entire time. Yeah, no, this shit is pain. We are in pure suffering mode. And that was that was probably the uh, lighthearted movie we're going to get out of this trilogy. Yeah, and it wasn't very light. No, it wasn't at all. Duncan and his dad died. And Josh Brolin. And the scientist lady. Who they knew for like five seconds. And he had to kill someone. 
and you know he had never killed anyone before so that he you know in every in every movie or tv show i've ever seen when the main character kills someone for the first time they're a fundamentally changed person so i think paul's gonna be like just a cold-blooded leader from now on he's i mean the visions are gonna be what drives him from now on yeah because they're just gonna get stronger and stronger you know who paul is he's bran from game of thrones he's a funny guy you want to know why I use a knife? You want to know how I came to Arrakis? There's just no way a desolate planet is the source of the biggest thing on our, on in the galaxy. You do got the spice, though. That would be like Iowa being our most important state for exports. Like, more pigs live in it's Iowa than It's actually up beings. there. Yeah, that's why it's so valuable. I mean, you get pigs anywhere. Livestock not really. is not a commodity in the United States. It kind of is, though. No, it's not. Places like Texas, Arkansas, Alabama have plenty of livestock. And we need that livestock, though. Yeah, but like I'm saying Iowa isn't as big as those places, I think. Iowa's good for no, corn. They, yeah, they, they grow a lot. That's the thing. Okay, but like we have corn on the East Coast. You know, you can get corn anywhere. Not, not really. Hey, bro, corn started on the East Coast. Because it fucking had to. Yeah, okay, every, everything started on the East Coast, I guess. Yeah, I, there's, there was no other options. <laughs> it was illegal to go past the Appalachian Mountains. Like Modern problems require modern solutions. I'm interested. Oh, I mean, I'm not interested, but I, I was kind of... If they had decided to leave Arrakis, where would they have gone? I don't think there was leaving Arrakis. It, it depends on what the fuck you're talking about. I mean, at the end of the, at the, end of the film, you know, his mom was like, he needs to get off world. Where the fuck would you have gone? Oh, asshole? there was no going off world. They were going to assassinate him. Yeah. So he that, was joining the Fremen or he was dying. That was his choice. Yeah. Because the, the religious bitch, you know, talked to Stellan Skarsgård and was like, you have to let them live because he's obviously the, the chosen one. And he was like, yeah, totally. I'll let them live. But that's not fucking happening. Um, so there was really no leaving. But if they were to leave, like, I don't know, is it just death? Yeah, they would have either died in the desert or got assassinated. That was okay. the two options. But then his mom can't be that stupid. Or did he? Did she, she want him desperate. to get out? And she was like, yeah. I can I can die? I mean, I don't know. Yeah, there was no leaving. They were joining the Fremen or getting assassinated or dying in the desert. Those are their choices. Plus, I mean, they if, kill, he, plus, he won the duel, so he was not going anywhere. That's true. He became a part of the, the Fremen at that point. They also have the support of the religious freaks, so that's always fun. Oh, man, I just love this movie up and down. Checks every box. I'm more than pleased. It exceeded my expectations for sure. Very excited for the future. I'm excited to watch it again, whether it's on HBO Max or not. Uh, it's a different... Just, actually, fuck it. I'll do it on HBO Max just so we get... Yeah, know. just so we get the sequel. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the I think the one... If I had to use one word, I'd say refreshing. Because, again, big release in theaters, first one in three years and then the hope for the start of something a a new great franchise is also very enticing so it just gives me good feelings all over the body you know i would have to agree i think refreshing is the perfect word because we feel we've seen plenty of big releases just come and flop yeah and over and over and over and over right so it's nice to have one big release for the ones that just is is it's that. It deserves the hype it was given. I like that. Give me two more. Please. Yeah, I, I, I can't wait. Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers, I am begging. I don't know what I have to do, but I'll do whatever it takes. Uh, anything. Anything you need, bro. Man, I need to watch more Dennis. 
I've seen the big ones. Um, I need to see Arrival and Prisoners, too. Arrival is pretty good. Um, Amy Adams is really great in that movie. And then Prisoners is very good, but it's also very heavy. So, you know, you got to you gotta be, like, mentally prepared for that. You going to answer that? Answer what? You don't hear it? Am I supposed to be hearing something? Oh, fuck, the phone ringing. Uh, 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 was that from you? Yeah, it was the executive at Warner Brothers. They told me to shut the fuck up, so we gotta wrap this motherfucker up. God damn it. But yeah, we can wrap it up here. Please go watch, dude. Oh my goodness. It has the uh, hashtag PPS seal of approval and the hashtag John Mike seal of approval, which is even harder to get. That's very hard to get. But if you enjoyed this episode and or Dune, uh, you can follow us at ProPod Show. I am It's Beer Is, ITS Beer, IZC. Raza is Raza, double underscore. And uh, dreams are messages from the deep. 